This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. Sexy Rexy's debut on a special Merry Christmas edition of Harry Hog Football, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Roll it. Okay, everything looks good. John, you good? All right, let's do the clap in three. Two, one. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's yo, up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, Aaron. Welcome to episode number 238. Um, the Rex Grossman. Uh, the Sexy Rexy Surprises Everybody episode. Yes. That's right. And we'd like um, to welcome Aaron back from down south and warm and sunny. Florida, House of Mouse. Thank you. So while you were down there in Celebration, Florida, did did they fingerprint you and everything when they were interviewing you about all the uh, the commotion down there? I never made it to Celebration. Ah. Oh. I never made it that far south. Station? As much as I wanted to, I didn't quite make it there. Wait, didn't our other brother, Bay, graduate from Celebration Station High School? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Celebration Station High School. It's now called Home Depot High School. Is it? Oh, that's right, it is. For those of you that don't know what we're, what we're talking about, just really quickly, we, we won't waste time with it, but uh, our high school burned down, so they moved <laughs> everybody into this strip mall high school. Our high school <laughs> burned down. <laughs> It burned and out. For that one, for that one year, they the the graduating class graduated from what was previously known as Celebration Station Outlet Mall, <laughs> and that happened to be our little brother Bay. So he so, said he. Yeah. I remember he said our he was brother Bay graduated from Celebration Station High School. I remember he said he was going to get that on his class ring too. <laughs> <laughs> Celebration Station. <laughs> anyway, oh, speaking of Celebration Wait, Station, it wasn't Celebration Station for the Washington Redskins on their visit to Dallas Stadium this week. No, it wasn't. This is true. But before we keep going forward, thank you to David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg, Virginia. Yes. For sponsoring yet another high-end Lost. episode of Harry Hog Football. It's pretty high-end. That's end, right. That's right. Yeah, he had to call and complain last week because he only got two thirds of us. Um, but you know, John and I figured out John and I figured out a way to stretch it out to an hour anyway. So I don't know how we did that. Yeah, and I must admit I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm sure I you guys. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure you guys probably joked me about probably Justin Bieber or whoever that guy is. I still don't know who he is after being to Disney World. And probably about riding the that's small world. That's physically impossible. Whoa, 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 that that that's actually vis- it's 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 virtually impossible, Aaron. There's no way you don't know who Justin Bieber is I, at this point. You've been to Disney World and you've been around millions of children. I guarantee there you, there are probably do. at least a thousand 
girls that had haircuts and looked just like him because he looks just like a girl. I did not Dude, know who Justin Bieber. It. That you, you know what it is? It, you probably thought it was Justine Bieber. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, dude, is I even talked to Mark, you know, the Colts fan, this week, and I was like, John keeps talking about some dude off of the Disney Channel saying that people look like him and stuff like that, and I can't remember his name, and Mark was like, Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. I have no idea who that person is. Anyway, you're probably joking about that and how many times I've ridden this to Small World and... The Dumbo ride. How many princesses yeah, yeah, I've seen. But did you actually yeah, talk about any there. football? Because I would like to just touch on that very briefly before we move on. Sick. <laughs> How do you miss an extra point? Well, easy. Extra... Enough said. All right, moving the forward. The holder sticks game. his hands up in the, the air and goes, whoop! And hilarity ensues. Dude, someone should be cut for that is all I have to say. Oh, wait. Yeah, we talked about that last night, or last week. So, John, uh, put that in the Dropbox for me. Let's move on. All right, moving <laughs> forward. I had to, get, I had to get my two cents in about that. All right, moving forward. This week's game, if you didn't see it, it was against Dallas. I flew in on Sunday morning and got home just in time to see the debacle of a first half. And I must say that throughout nearly the entire first half, I was like, is the Rex Grossman experiment over yet because he sucks? Only to see him completely turn it around in the second half. I think he threw for four touchdowns. Man, two two-point conversions. Two two-point conversions, and they came all the way back down 20 to tie it. Only to lose with a field goal by Bueller with 50 seconds hey, remaining. I'm still not convinced on Rex Grossman, though. 25 for 43 for 322 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. Um, but the I, I don't think two interceptions suddenly, and a fumble. Don't even forget that that fumble when he gets sacked. And a fumble. I, I don't think we're um, all a bunch of Rex Grossman fans now. <laughs> you know yeah. I'm not, dude. I, I didn't say I was a Rex Grossman fan. I was just surprised because I thought he. You were saying was, you were a Justin Bieber fan. I thought the first half was pretty much going to be what the second half looked like. So. I was pleasantly surprised when they put up 30 points. When was the last time they put up 30 points against anyone? Last season. Once last season? Maybe once. I can't even remember what game it is. Um, in, in Rex's, slightly in Rex's defense, that last, that second interception was, I mean, he got the ball with like 45 seconds left and no touchdowns on, I think, the 20. So, and it was fourth you know, down. He was just heaving it up because it was the last play. It was fourth so, down, wasn't know, it? I think it was. It was fourth down. He tried to put it into the zone between like three dudes to get it to Chris Cooley, who was probably the only. He just chucked that sucker up. Yeah, he was probably the only receiver smart enough to actually go deep enough to get the first down. <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, my opinion of this whole game was that the Redskins didn't play too poorly. They just gave away too much too early. The defense gave away too much too soon. I mean, when you look at the comparison, like Grossman and Kitna, Kitna was 25 for 37 with 305 yards and only two TDs. Of course, their guy Bueller, who you mentioned, John or Aaron, as far as kicking that, last, kicking that last field goal, uh, I mean, he had uh, 15 points on the day. So, you know, he had half their points right there. Wait, Kitna only had two touchdowns? I thought Jason yep. Witten had two and Miles had one, but I could be confused. 
Anyway, but you're talking about Whitten people. Had one touchdown. You were talking about people in the Redskins not playing poorly. Well, the offensive line, I think, for the last three or four weeks has been steadily improving ever since that game against Tennessee where we had no idea how they won. Um, they've been giving the quarterback time, for the most part, to throw the ball. And they've been opening up some major gaps for Ryan Terrain, who's been tearing it up. All terrain, as John calls him. The Frank terrain all day. The people that have been playing pretty horribly are, let me see, this week, does it stand out any more than D'Angelo Hall? Good <laughs> God. Was he drunk or was he hungover? Oh, sweet Lord. Dude, he was, he looked like. He was moving like a man who was hungover. I don't know what his deal was. And then he couldn't tackle. I thought it was Daryl Pounds. <laughs> and then he couldn't tackle. What was that one play yeah. where all he had to do was make the tackle and... That was the touchdown by Jason Witten. He ran up and tried to pick it. He tried to poach him and pick it, and instead the ball got there too quick, and he just <laughs> spun around him like a little, like, rag doll, and Witten trotted it, into the end zone. It, it was reminiscent of, like, a, a, a Sean... Uh, not Sean Taylor, of course. Uh, LeRon Landry, LeRon Landry from last year. <laughs> Yeah, and all he had to do on that play, all he had to do was tackle him. It was third down. It would have held him to a field goal try. Yeah, it was like third and ten or something. Yeah. He didn't even have to tackle him. He just had to hold him up until someone that's actually big enough to tackle Witten got up there to make the tackle. Like um, London Fletcher, who was insane, as usual. Yeah, D'Angelo Hall was terrible. Yeah, he was was absolutely terrible. He was moving in slow motion. He looked like he was hungover or had the flu. I don't know. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Anyway. Cut! Yeah, cut! Do we want to go into this long line of injury reports? Um, oh, great googly. Are we already up to that? Or do we want to say... Well, no, you, you skipped the uh, O-line report, but before we go to even that, I want to go back to uh, Sexy Rexy. Alright. Um, Grossman had played pretty much the game of his life uh, for the Redskins with the four touchdown passes and two two-point conversions. Um, historically speaking, I've read in multiple sources where, uh, basically this weekend against Jacksonville, he's going to suck because he has, he always seems to have, if he ever has a good game, which was very rare back in 06 and 07, he would have a good game. And then the next week he would be God awful. So not to mention Jacksonville, if if they win this game, I think they can wrap up the division, can't they? They no, they are behind the Colts at this point. Oh, I thought, hey, I, was thinking, I thought they I was read if they won, they, were, they won it. Was no. Rex Grossman at Florida when uh, he was there after the old ball coach, right? No, he was there with the old ball coach. Was he there he? with the old ball coach? I'm pretty sure. Steve Spurrier? He was? Why you got to bring believe, up the old ball coach? I can't believe it's Rex Grossman's eighth season in the NFL. Dude is 30 years old. I can't believe it. Dude, Rex Grossman I, sucks. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but the reason I say that is because, like, Mike Shanahan is like, well, i got to see what I've got in this young talent in my younger quarterbacks. I mean, at least that's what they were playing at, at you know, is the whole decision for benching McNabb. He just hates McNabb. Man, and i got to say, I mean, I even tweeted it at halftime, and you guys know I do not like Rex Grossman. I think the only quarterback that's worse than him in the league that that has ever started a game is Derek Anderson. <laughs> you can't and stand that's him. saying something because you guys know I hate Derek Anderson, dude. Someone remember but someone. That being said, like I tweeted at halftime, 
He's, he wasn't doing any worse than McNabb was in the first half. It's true. For pretty much any half of the season. And in the second half, he was really good. The only thing that Except I wasn't liking about Sexy Rexy. The only thing I wasn't liking about Sexy Rexy is those lame duck, like, loft up little swing passes that he kept doing. And, you know, we were talking about that. Aaron and I were talking, you and I were talking about that in the first half of the game at one point. Um you were like, God, he's sucking, but he's, he looks like he's actually starting to get better a little bit. And I was like, well, you know, he hasn't started any games this year. He's barely played. So maybe he knocks off a little bit of rest now, and maybe he'll do what, better in the second half. The one thing that he did unlike do better. Some of the other games where we were, unlike some of the other games where we were getting blow, blown out by the Eagles and the Giants earlier, uh-huh. I felt like we had a chance to come back this entire game. Yeah, and the one thing that he was doing better, like noticeably better than McNabb, was like speeding the team up. Getting them up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, had those chop, first chop, three people, and outs pretty go. quick. <laughs> those first couple three and outs. <laughs> I mean, that was like 20 seconds we had the ball. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like you said, dude, I wouldn't put much stock into this one outing. Well, put it this way. Anyone who's been watching all the waiver wire stuff in the world of fantasy football, imaginary football, and have seen pictures of Rex Grossman and are thinking, oh, he's he's solid. He's going to be good if I pick him up as a fill-in stopgap measure this weekend. You're going to lose. <laughs> That's all I have to say. And if you don't, then... Well, Jacksonville is playing for a playoff spot, I do believe. Although it looks like Maurice Jones-Drew is questionable this weekend from what I've seen. Speaking of the injury report. Well, before, and I guess we already talked about the O-line, so do you guys want to go right into the injury report at this point? We did. Wait, one, a couple more things about the O-line. Like I said, I think they're they're getting a lot better. And noticeably, probably a big reason for that is I haven't seen Stefan Heyer in in the last couple of weeks. An even bigger reason, dudes, is because speaking of it, let's talk, go to a starter. Artis Hicks got benched. Oh, yeah. He sucked, dude. I told you. And I was actually pulling for him at the beginning of the season. But I think you were mistaking him for somebody else on the uh, Vikings when you were like, I thought that guy was good. He seemed to fill in and do a good job. I was like, no, dude. That guy was bad. I think you thought he was somebody else. He wasn't what I thought he was. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you can crown his ass. He's cut, dude. I mean, benched. <laughs> All right, well, go to the the injury report because it's so very long. Good Lord, I, I wish I could speak like the micro micro machine man to do the injury report this week. I almost um, feel like saying if you gotta go if you gotta go pee or something, you should do that now before you listen to the injury report because it's gonna be a while. Some of these guys that are yeah, injured, I, I didn't even know were on the team. <laughs> yeah, who the hell is Anthony Bryant? He's that nose tackle dude. Um, I'm just going to, uh, no, he played. I saw him last week. He did play. You know why? Because Kimo, Kimo Iatu is out for the year. Injury reserve. And so is Philip Daniels, unfortunately. What happened to Kimo Uh, Iatu? Kimo Iatu hurt a shoulder. I don't know what happened to Philip Daniels. I think his entire body is hurt. I think Kimo Iatu kind of sucked this whole year. I think he just sucked. Just take the kind of out of that. (laughs) Daniels, what happened to him, dude? Didn't he have a big? Did he, he had a big play in this game, didn't he? I think I kind of remember it. That dude, I can't believe he still plays. Just in general, that guy. I mean, he must be hurting pretty bad to be on injured reserve because he plays through a lot of injuries. But mm-hmm. as far as that with Daniels, I'm not sure. I don't know what happened to him. 
He hurt his groin. Did I read that? Well, that was a <laughs> that might have been a rackpo. He hurt his groin, one side of his groin, and his hamstring on the other side. No, I thought I heard that Daniels hurt his groin also, but I could be wrong. All right, well, let's uh, go down the list. Maybe. The list here: Reed Dowdy, who had a pretty right. nice. Uh, was it a sack in this game where he came up on the blitz? And then he got a concussion, I think. Well, yeah, his head's hurting. That's what it says right here. Yeah, Daniels has abdominal, groin, and hamstring injuries. Yeah, that's Dude, his thought. whole body is hurting. Um, Golston didn't practice today. And I don't think he's going to play this week. This is Wednesday, by the way. Are, do they yeah, have practice, uh, what, every day except for Christmas Day? Pretty much? Probably, yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, Golston, no, not looking good. no practice. Kareem Moore, not looking good. Not looking good. Arakpo, not looking good. A possible, they decided not to put him on injured reserve, but, you know, because, I mean, he is, like, the most valuable asset on defense that we have. But they decided not to put him on IR yet to see if maybe he can play the final game against the Giants. Yeah, they need to try to sell some tickets. Probably not going to play this weekend. Yeah. Uh, let me see. One man gang, limited practice. He'll probably play. Brandon Banks, um, he'll probably play. Yep. He's due, by the way. He hasn't had a run back in a couple weeks. He's 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 gone stagnant. He needs some help. I don't think he's getting great blocking up front, though. I believe this game. I said something to the effect of, "Is he turning into the next Randall L?" Already. I thought I thought that was harsh. <laughs> I thought that was harsh because he wasn't up there doing a little jig. That is true. Every time he caught the ball. And he hasn't really run yeah, backwards dude. that much, so except for once. So I haven't you know seen what? a single ball bounce off his face mask yet. Yeah. No, but I feel like he's um I feel like, you know, since the knee surgery he's not really I feel like he's not maybe given a hundred percent. But do you think he's not given a hundred percent or do you think that maybe he just can't quite go as fast as he was before because he's still I, recovering? I feel like maybe he, well, I don't know. I'm speculating. But I, or he's favoring. I feel like it. I feel like maybe they're they're telling him he's he's just nursing it. Like maybe they're telling him he can, but he he's not. He doesn't have the total confidence in the knee yet. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that, a good point. I think that the defenses or special teams are just studying him and seeing that he always runs towards the short side of the field. Interesting, because he does. He always runs to the short Film side and tries to build that sideline. Anyway, I feel like he's yeah. a threat. I also feel like give him another year of workouts and, and practicing and getting more comfortable in the league. I think next year he's going to – I feel like he'll break out, man, like really break out. Just my um, opinion, like, man. Yeah, like I think he's, he's going to break be... out like someone slapped a piece of cafeteria pizza on a 14-year-old face. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be pretty good and occasionally bring him in for a speedster play and pretty much like what he's doing now. He's worth a roster spot, Wild that's cat. for sure, unlike Albert Hainsworth. But let's continue. Yeah, on. I, th- I think I think Josh made a good point though. He's not quite as fast as he was, either because of the injury. He's either nursing it or he's still coming back from it. Either way, um, you know, either way, limited practice for his knee this week. Anthony Bryant limited practice that, could use him on a trick play like Dallas ran that successful trick play against us. It was sort of like a reverse trick, wildcat reverse trick. And then they threw to the same guy that that ditched it off. It was actually a good wild. It was like a play in the street wildcat reverse. Yeah, where you only have three players and you throw it to them. Yeah, that was a great. 
That was a great trick. And the guy just kind of hung out, and then he just broke loose, and he was wide open. How about that? It's a trick where the quarterback actually threw the ball. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was a good play, I thought. Even though, um, and another good point, or another good point that Aaron brought up, that uh, John Kitna really is a pretty good quarterback still. And Tony Romo got put on IR today, so dude, there may be a quarterback controversy down in Little D. Well, dude, you guys all little know they think that they're Big D. Ever since Kitna got traded there, I said that he was going to be the starter because he's better than Romo. But we'll see what Don't happens. Romo is it. Don't be surprised when the Redskins bring in Romo next year to oh check Oh, my. <laughs> I would, I would, I, dude, <laughs> dude, I won't be surprised, but I, please, no. Nothing surprises me with the Redskins anymore. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded or cut. Anyway. Apparently, other NFC East teams like to trade their quarterbacks to the Redskins. Because they know they suck. I'm, I'm just saying. Because they know they're over the hill. Anyway, this Anthony Bryant injury is interesting because with Kimiatu on IR and Albert Hainsworth suspended with no pay, who's going to play nose tackle? And Kedrick Olston is probably not going to play this weekend. Yeah, and one-man gang, the one dude that can play every position, is also injured. Um, Although limited. Um. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do because if we don't have a big guy in the middle like that, we're gonna be in big trouble against NJD, the human bowling ball, mm-hmm. who has quietly racked up a thousand plus yards and I think ten touchdowns already this year. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting in the middle there for the Los Angeles. I mean Jacksonville Jaguars. Is that why we signed uh, Darian Scott? Is he a um? And this Rashad, well Rashad Duncan's to the practice squad, but. Um, what about Rob Jackson? Yeah, Rob Jackson they brought up, but he's a he's like a linebacker. He's like a linebacker in this. But this Darian Scott, yeah, they just brought, he didn't even go to back to the practice squad or anything. He was cut. He was one of the last guys cut um, at the end of preseason. Yeah, and he's just kind of been floating around in in football. I don't know if he played in the uh, UFL or anything, but <laughs> football they purgatory. signed him straight to the active ro- active roster. Yeah, so he the intense they, football league. Well, they probably had to yeah, because dude, but, of those injuries to this um, nose tackle. But he played with Jim Haslam yeah. last year in the uh, UFL for the Sequoia oh, Redwoods or something. <laughs> yeah, he played for the Florida, the Florida Tuskers, Tuskers the it. Omaha Billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I made that one Omaha up. billionaires. Could, but could you tell <laughs> the Omaha Buffets? <laughs> Buffett hey, what billionaires. About that, um, what? Uh, I may be getting ahead. Or did we already talk about that dude? That uh, hey, that that guy Xavier Fulton. Oh, uh, we hadn't brought no, him up. No, yet. no, that's the other guy. That that's one of the guys that we signed to the practice squad to tackle. Sounds like you have a little caveat to add to that. What's that? What's the caveat? Sounds like you have a little caveat to add about that. Xavier no, Fulton. I, I, I no, you just wanted I, to make Xavier got mentioned? I just want to make sure that we mention that guy. <laughs> Xavier Fulton, he's a he's a tackle. I guess he was like he was a fifth round draft pick by Tampa Bay um, last year. And he's also huh. one of the X Men. And he's the great 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 grandson of the man who invented the steamboat. And he's also the great-great-grandson of the dude that's responsible for Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta. 
And he's also the great, 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 great grandson of the guy who started Xavier University, home of the Musketeers in Cincinnati. And which is named after the Roman general Cincinnatus. And he's a tackle, and he's on the Redskins and their practice squad. <laughs> practice squad. Along with Sandy Duncan. I mean, Rashad Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> and we got something Speaking else. Of glass eyes. We got something else hey, to Jim. announce. The person that I didn't even know was on the team, John, I mean, Jacob Bender, was <laughs> from the practice squad this week. Jacob Amanda Benderpump? <laughs> <laughs> Jake. Jacob. Jacob Bender. Jacob Bender was cut. Excellent. And here's that's who that dude replaced. <laughs> Xavier Fulton replaced Jacob Bender. Yeah, Xavier. Anyway, not that that matters. We don't know any of these guys. We haven't seen any of them yet, so we don't need to talk about them anymore. Yeah, the only, the really see- big one is Rob Jackson was a seventh yeah. round pick a couple years ago, and he keeps hanging on like a roid, kind of like a. Remember that 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 Buschetti guy that hung out for like three years and he kept getting like the final roster spot. That dude sucks. Yeah, and he's kind of like that guy. Week. Hey, he's one of the best players in the UFL this year. By the no, way, no, Rob Jackson, yeah. dude is. I think he's actually pretty decent. And we'll he's see him decent. play this week. We'll see you this week. I think he's better than Perry Riley, who had a good yeah, play. But Rob this Jackson's week. more of a defensive end, converted linebacker for the three four. Perry Riley's just a straight. Uh, linebacker. No, what was the few good plays that Perry had? He had a play in this game. Yeah, he had a big play in this game. Um, It was a tackle or something, wasn't it? Yeah, some big tackle. It still didn't make up for for that block in the back. Oh, no, that doesn't. But anyway, he's trying to, at least. And he's your dog, too. You gotta give him some time. He's barely played. He's getting thrown into the fire. What did I say? I said something funny when I saw him this week. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh, man. Uh, What was it? He did something, and I was like, I forget. Anyway. Um, All right, so we're going to go to the break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the fantasy football updates, and we're heading into the championship game. Josh did not make it. Neither did I. Josh did not make the playoffs. I tried so hard, too. And for like the the fourth year in a row, and and well, we'll talk about it when we come back. That's <laughs> and we're going to talk about some other things, like was Shanny the Elder right to go with Grossman over Donovan McNabb? That's another T. We'll talk to you guys after the break. Ho ho ho! You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, 
But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state. Including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo, are you guys back yet? <laughs> Yo, is that you singing? It's John, man. John Yo, Kirby. dudes, I just got back. It can't be me. <laughs> Mine dropped a long time ago. <laughs> Mine dropped. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. All right, so I guess the fantasy football update. John, since you are the commissioner, you should take this little segment very quick fantasy football update in the fourth annual, I think, Harry Hogg Fantasy Football League. We're in the finals. Josh didn't make the playoffs. I think he's lost nine in a row. Um, I got knocked out first round. Aaron got knocked out in the last round. He was unfortunate because he tied our current champion, uh, defending champion, the Knights who say Mr. Mister, um, who now goes by the Knights who, who kick UK arse because he's going up against Simon, the Abergorky Warriors, in the finals. Wait, wait, wait. I tied some, him? Some, you tied him, but you were the lower seed. Oh, I didn't so, understand what happened because he sent me an email that said, it looks like we tied, and I squeaked it out, and I was like, what? You're tied, but he gets the tiebreaker because he, I guess he's a higher seed. I don't know. Your ass is out. Either way. I still made it um, further than you so two yeah. scrubs. Uh... Yes, you did. All right. And I almost made it into Even the Even though final, I had apparently. to call you and remind you or tell you that you won two weeks ago because you gave up on your team. I didn't give up. I went out of town. Yeah, you did. You said, dude, uh, you have an iPhone. Dude, I don't want to hear about giving me giving up, Josh. I don't want to hear anything from you. I try hard not to win every year so somebody else can win. You try That's hard not to win one game. Tony Romo. You've had Tony Romo right. as your starter, and he's been out for like seven weeks. That's the surefire way not to win when you're trying not to do that. So next year we expect Josh to draft Cowboys in every position. All you guys that are in the playoffs and in the championship of the Fantasy League should thank me for not trying so hard. I thank you because I beat you to the final week to get in there. Hey, wait. But I lost. But anyway, dudes, we got a Yank, <laughs> and we got a Californian up against each other. So there's been some good smack talk in there. Good times, because we do have a lot of listeners over in the UK and uh, Ireland, and it's really, it's a good thing. We like it a lot. So some some good times smack talk out there. So anyway, enough boring, because no one likes to hear about fantasy football leagues that aren't in them. So moving on. So hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. The Knights who say Mr. Mister, who tied me, is the defending champion, right? Yeah. And he has now changed his name to Knights Who Kick UK Arse. Yes, because oh man, okay. Who's Albert? Who's Albert Gorky? Anyway, is that um, that's Simon, Simon from the UK? All right, All right so let, we're going to keep a close watch on this match for the Harry Hog Championship, and the winner will get a small um, prize, Token. I guess. Prize, and the loser will get 
nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except for an invite back next year. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens here. So, good job by you guys. We'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, good job tying me, Knights, you say, Mr. Mister. So, um... We'll just let I you go ahead. I'll just be gracious. For him. I'm just going to be gracious enough to let the Knights you say, Mr. Mr. on to the next round since, you know. Gracious? Yeah. Since we tied. All right. So anyway. Forward. Moving <laughs> forward. Um, let me see here. Okay. Okay. The coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. It's time for it. I got, Eric. I got cut off a little bit. What? It's Aaron. time for it. Oh, wait. Did you want the kicks? Sorry. It's we time this for week. this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Aaron. All right. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Is that better? <laughs> Is that better? All right, I'm going to go first. Go for it. You guys already know from what I've been saying today, my kick goes to damn D'Angelo Hall. Dude, I don't know if he went on a bender last night. I don't know if he got the flu. I don't know. I don't know because he usually brings it to the game, but he was moving in slow motion the entire game. They were victimizing him, and they weren't even victimizing him like with one guy. Multiple people were victimizing him in that game. It was It was... It was criminal. I know, dude. He looked like the third cornerback on that game. He looked worse. He only had two tackles on the game, and and I'll tell you, there were at least two other ones that cost us touchdowns. He missed, yeah. Yeah, He 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 gave up more touchdowns. He gave up two touchdowns. He gave up just as many touchdowns as he had tackles. Who was that, Deion Sanders? I thought he gave up three. Did he give up the one against Miles and one against Jason Witten? Yes, he gave up those two. There were only two the other one was by uh, Tashard Choice on a run. Oh, okay. Were there three? Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Tashard Choice. Um, you know, the one who went up to Michael Vick after they lost to the Eagles on the field and was just like, hey, man, can you autograph my glove? Are you serious? After they had just lost. Autograph my glove? <clears throat> you didn't hear that story? You were too busy listening to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Um, no, and I don't want to listen to that story right now either. So, okay, Josh. Uh, yeah, that's a good kick in the balls award, D'Angelo Hall, because he really sucked in the game. Hell yeah. Josh, do you want God, to go now? Terrible game. Yeah, man, mine's not original, but my kick goes to D'Angelo Hall. You can't kick the same guy. Dude, yeah. Come on, choose your own We've beat. kicked the same guy before. All right, I'll kick the defense then. I'm going to kick all of the defense. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are London Fletcher with seven tackles and four assists. Except for D'Angelo Hall. you all because the defense gave up too many points too early in the game. I don't know if you and can blame it. that on them, though, dude. I dude, mean, I agree. I mean, they the uh, punt coverage gave them the ball, like, inside the 30 for, like, the first four drives. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the offense was so inept, and the coverage, we kept giving up those big returns right at the beginning of the game. Dallas started at their 46, their 39, our 27, and our 35 all in the first quarter. Yeah. And the only one they didn't score points on was when they started on their own 30. They started twice within our 40-yard line in the first quarter. 
Yeah, I mean, so, the defense yeah, they did, did give, give up, up a, a lot ton of points. points, but man, dude. All right, just kick D'Angelo Hall then. All right, yeah, kick I'm D'Angelo. I'm just going to kick D'Angelo Hall then. I don't know, you know, I don't know who else to really <laughs> kick. Was... All right, well, I've got a good kick, all right? All right, Worth. kick him. Not really. He had a big game, but I'm going to have to give my kick in the balls to um, Santana Moss for forgetting his dick's gloves on that pass that would have won us the ball game <laughs> when his defender fell down at the end. I mean, dude, 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 you must dude, be talking dude. about that one where the defender fell down and the ball hit Santana Moss in both hands. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I'm talking about. Well, let me uh, well let me then kick Rex Grossman for when Santana Moss was wide open in the back of the end zone, overthrowing him. Sure. Okay. So your kick is going to go to Sexy Rexy. He was standing there all by himself. All right, all right. Well, all I know is at the, that point in the game when Santana dropped that with, like, what, three minutes left? I mean, that could have been it. That was a first down, and uh, looked like a whole lot of yardage he was going to be able to get on that. And you could see in the replay he turned his head. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Mike Sellers usually does. Which he did on a play, too. He also got he a touchdown, didn't he? Yeah, he made up for it on the same exact play almost. Yeah. All right, so a rundown of the kicks for this week. John's kick goes to none other than D'Angelo okay. Hall. Josh tried to Wor- second might have been the worst game of his. Might have been the worst game of his Redskins career. He was absolutely inept. Yeah, Josh tried to second the motion, but it was denied, and then <laughs> kicked the whole entire defense, <laughs> and then kicked Sexy Rexy, <laughs> and I kicked Santana Moss. All right, that's the rundown. That's how it goes moving forward. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. I can't believe you kicked Santana Moss, dude. He had two touchdowns on the day. I, yeah. yeah, but I explained myself. He had, he, had two, he had half of our touchdowns. Dude, I explained myself, and if anyone wants to argue it, then they can call me. On the hotline. Call you what? 177 Harry Hog, and leave a That's message H-A-R-R-Y, Hog. Yeah. That's right. So, um, anyway, moving on to the game balls. Um, who's got one? I, I got one. All right, go for it. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a game ball to this guy because I feel like he's becoming more consistent in his receiving every week, and I'm ready to almost give him the nickname of the half fielder, the pony boy. It seems like every week we can count on Anthony Armstrong to catch a pass that's you know 45, 47 yards, something like that. And uh, he had 100 yards receiving on the day, five receptions. That's 20 yards a catch. His longest was 47 yards. I just think Intense. he had a great day. Yeah, he did have a strong game. He had his dicks gloves yeah. on, as Zero Freeze pointed out on the Twitter feed during the game. And he has his experience from the Intense Football League, where I believe people play with no pads and no helmets. Is that correct? I don't know, but it's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to be intense. And everyone slammed uh, Mad Dog, or not Mad Dogs, Red Bulls and Mountain Dew before they started. Right. He did have lead with their lead with their non helmet. He had a strong yeah, exactly. game and he's quietly been getting hundred yard games. I mean, I think that's like his what, third hundred yard game? It might I'm be. Saying. Let me check that out. That's a good question. I just like throw these stats yeah. out because I have really no idea. Stats, it just dude. seems like that to me. I'm just gonna be arbitrarily so far this that is only um actually no, that is only his first one hundred yard game. However, he has had a ninety seven to ninety two an 83 yeah. and an 84 yard game. Close enough, um, dude. And he has really been 
solid. Yeah. Over the last, well, the second half of the season, really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was all a he good does. One. I, every time I, I I tell people about him, I'm like, all he does is catch the ball. Yeah, but look at these look at these long receptions though. He's hit, he had a 57, a 48, a 50, a 76, a 45, 33, Big a 47. Time. So Josh, yeah. what you're saying is that you think that he He's the deep he threat. has the potential to develop into the deep threat. That's, That's what, what Josh is saying in a roundabout I agree. Kind of way. I, I think he's fast I enough. I agree. I think he's gonna, you know, he's got um, the the body size. You know, he's got he's what five eleven, one hundred eighty two pounds. Um, he's fast. He's fast. He's fast and small, and he can catch. He catch it. He comes down with the ball. We still don't have that big receiver though. We still need to get one of those that actually plays. Yeah. That's a good – Aaron, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd forgotten about that. Did you guys notice during the game that every receiver, because they've got a couple on injured reserve or who are out or on injured reserve for the Cowboys, every receiver they have is like six foot two or taller. Yeah, they're huge. They're bringing in all these backup dudes, and they were all huge. And all of our receivers are like six foot and under. Who was that number 80 guy that looked like – I don't know. He was giant. They, they had all these like tall, humongous dudes like Sam Hurd. Um, I don't even know who that other 80 dude was, that, that super backup. He was huge, um, dude. Is that Mar- Martellus Bennett, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but we hey, we do have in our hip pocket back there, if he would ever like pan out, what's his face that keeps getting injured before the season starts? Malcolm Kelly. Malcolm Kelly. Man, we can't even rely on yeah, him. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see if he can actually, you know, he knows this is going to be his last chance coming into camp, dude. For anybody, Mr. Injured Knees all the time. And speaking of, I just want to say that uh, I just want to remind the uh, listening audience that um, when we drafted Devin Thomas, that Deshaun Jackson was drafted right after him by the Eagles. Just want to remind everyone of that. I want everyone to remember that every time we see the Eagles play. Yeah, and every time we see Devin Thomas. Thank you, Vinny Serrato. Thank you so much. He did his homework on that one. Mm -hmm. All right, so... um... Where oh, cut. where were we? Cut. Josh just gave his game ball. John, you got one. Yeah, I got a game ball. Um, <laughs> Sexy Rex just really irked me every time. Every time I think of Deshaun Jackson going to Philly and being on the board, and we pick damn Devin Thomas, just burns me up. Um, I got a. I get. You know what? Rex Grossman might not be a bad one for this week because he did play the game of his life, but I hate Rex Grossman. So I'm going with London Fletcher with his 11 tackles on the day. Um, he was all over the place. He was a beast again. Not to mention um, the goal line stand, dude. That was insane. Yeah. Where he launched over he the He was pile. jumping up like a man 10 years his younger. Yeah. They were like, John, no way, Dallas. Good, that's a good game ball, John. The only reason I didn't give it is because I've given it to him like two or three times already in <laughs> I was, dude. I was thinking that we've given. I think altogether we've given him the game ball a lot. But you know that's why he's awesome. He's London Fletcher. So I went ahead and gave him the game ball. All right. Well, then I'm going to have to give mine to Sexy Rexy because four touchdowns. Um, when was the last time a Redskins quarterback did that? And I'm only going to count one of those interceptions against him. That lame duck went out to the side in the first half. Yeah, fumble. That we lost. Yeah, he had two turnovers that we lost. Yeah, I think that's that's a good way to say it. I don't care, dude. I'm gonna have to give wait, it to him. Play- dude, 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 dude. Wait a minute. You're kicking Santana Moss, who had two touchdowns. 
And you're giving this to to Rex Grossman? Who had four. That's twice Four touchdowns, dude. Four. When's the last time you can say a Redskin quarterback through That's true, touchdowns? and he did have two extra points, or two uh, two-point conversions. Yeah, and before that, I think those were the first two-point conversions we've made on the year. I could be wrong. I, yeah, I can't remember like the last time we got one of those. Anyway, like all I'm saying is he came in and did infinitely better than all. I think all of us and probably almost everyone listening thought he would do. And I think he yep. deserves the game ball for that reason. I'm not saying he's going to get it Fair next enough. week, but it would be cool to give it to him again. <laughs> the game it ball would be is. great to give it to him again, but, yeah, I'm predicting uh, it, it's not going to look good. I don't care if he this follows. Point, I, but, you I, know, maybe this is when he breaks out and he's just like, I got someone who believes in me. <laughs> Even though he's got a glass eye, he believes in me. I doubt it. You know, it might be his time after four years of sitting in, sitting back as a backup when he got benched in 07, I guess, I think. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And, dudes, did I happen maybe, to mention maybe it's his time. yet on this podcast how much I hate the Cowboys? No. Well. I was going to bring that up, too, but I, I don't know if I could control myself enough to keep dude. the explicit uh, <laughs> moniker dude. off of our podcast this week. Speaking of. Speaking of the Cowboys, did you guys see that thing when they were showing the uh, Cowboys Christmas tree in their stadium? And they're like, what's that on top of their tree? Yeah, it, it wasn't even a star. <laughs> they're like, shouldn't that be a star? <laughs> and I was like, you would think so, but it's Dallas, and they're morons. They're dumb. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, and a kick in the balls from all of us to the referees, because they sucked on both sides of the ball. They were just terrible. Oh, yeah, with game. the bogus, like, what was that one car? Was it on Andre there was Carter? A pa- there was roughing the. There passer? was that one. That one was the worst of the two, but there was almost an equally bogus car call against Dallas for roughing the passer mm-hmm. that we got yeah. in the fourth quarter, and each team got seven points out of that call. Yep. So. Yeah, who was they who suck. was that? Was it was it Ed Hockley this week? No, but he have? sucks. He's been sucking lately. Yeah, he's he's not good since at he all. stopped. Since he um, stopped, um, it's all the steroids. Since he stopped roiding up, he's kind of <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah, I'm not. I cannot remember who it was. It was it Moriel? It wasn't Morelli. I don't At know. Least we didn't have Ron Winter. Who knows? Ron Winter. Who knows? Who cares? The hell with it. We lost the game. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Calls are bad on both sides. Can't blame the referees for that one. No, yeah, they sucked all around. It worked out both sides. Um. All right, so. So there's a question here, and moving moving on, is Shanny the Elder right to have gone with Grossman? Well, since Aaron since Aaron gives Grossman the game ball, you're you're saying yes. Well, I think he proved me wrong. I was calling him an idiot before and during the first half of the game, and then, I mean, he could have just lucked out with that move, but he was saying in his conference that you know he knows what he sees in practice, and no one else sees it. So he knows what he sees. I think, with his I think that was an illusion. I think that was an illusion to uh, not only that he thought Rex Grossman brought better pace to the offense, but that uh, he, in his opinion, <laughs> Donovan McNabb is a lazy practicer. You think so? That's what you're saying. That's well, that's. What? There's been multiple reports about that, and he's alluded to that himself. Of that, he just never, ever, ever, ever would give 100 percent in practice, no matter how much he was asked to. Well, he does. I tell you one thing: from watching the game, Rex Grossman does run the offense pretty quickly. Yeah. 
Could this be another Todd Collins type thing? We got to draft a rookie quarterback. I say stick him in. Let's see what that guy can do. Because, because you know, in thinking ahead and uh, to the to the draft this year, obviously we have some choices to make. Uh, right. Going into the draft, and we mentioned it kind of before that there are some some obvious quarterback prospects out there. And would Shanahan go that direction to choose a quarterback in the draft? I personally think there are some other positions that. Uh, Know, that we should look at rather than a quarterback. Linebacker, offensive line. Linebacker, wide receiver. Line. Defensive, Absolutely. defensive coordinator. Defensive, defensive coordinator. Owner. Owner. Um, <laughs> Owner. Uh, yeah. Head cheerleader. There, there, uh, this is going to be a pretty interesting crop of quarterbacks going to, coming out of the draft with uh, new beer man. Andrew Luck from Stafford, uh, Moore out of Boise State. That dude from Arkansas, Mallet, um, of course, Mallet. Cam Newton. Uh, th- there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. I've heard that Mallet guy. You may awesome. have said this. One of you guys said this recently. It was like we need to like hang out and not burn our first round pick on a quarterback. We need to hang out and and wait for someone who's going to go down in the draft a little bit and see if we can strike gold that way. And that's an interesting thought. I guess we'll talk more about that as we get into the taint of the offseason back in uh, February and March. Yeah, we got plenty of time to talk about that. Yeah, so, got that right. I think. You got that right, you sure do. Dudes, we're getting on the end here. Um, let me see. We need to give some shout outs. Uh, what do we got? Um, Callie Skins guy. Oh. Todd. Who is that? Todd Cage? What? No, Todd. There's a comma there, dude. Oh, Todd Cage in the UK. Uh, also, <laughs> zero UK freeze question mark. Zero freeze was cracking me up on Twitter during the game, talking about all the dicks gloves and the people that dude, forgot. Seriously, them. good stuff. I was talking to Mark, you know, the Colts fan this week, and he was like, "Dude, last time I was in Dicks, I did touch those gloves, and they're so sticky. I don't know how you can't catch the ball." <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it kind of like when you see those great one-handed catches, it kind of makes it not so magical anymore, doesn't it? And he was like, yep. Look at your hands. They naked. Look at them now. They got dicks gloves. <laughs> they got dicks gloves. <laughs> anyway, shout out to those guys. Um, let me see. Let's get some ending music in. And here. everyone who's been, you know, chatting on the website hey, wait, wait. during the Did game. And, and also during Twitter, like we were saying, we tweet during the game, so... You go to our Twitter page, which is which is just at Harry Hog Twitter right? page, but you can just follow us at Harry Hog on Twitter. That's H A R R Y H O G, Harry Hog. Hey, did you guys see that the Redskins are supposed to get a bubble? Like Shanahan was talking about them getting a practice bubble. I did see like, that. Like like bubble mix a lots in trouble, begging for a piece of that bubble. <laughs> and they're supposed to get a heated field. Yeah, practice yeah. field. That's what I'm saying too. Shanahan was like, we're, "We're, you know, we're setting up a two-pronged plan." Basically, uh, it said our first plan will be getting a heated field, so when we have bad weather, we can practice outside. Whatever. And the second thing we're going to do is get a bubble, so not only can we practice inside, we uh, so we can practice inside. Yeah, it said that the Redskins were one of ten teams that do not have an indoor practice facility. That's a third of the league, y'all. 
And uh, they, they practice in basketball courts. And they were the second furthest north besides Cincinnati that doesn't have it. You know and what? Cincinnati's owned by a cheap bastard. But so. the way I see it, dude, I mean, these guys have played football outside since the beginning of football. Yep. So what's the big deal? That's exactly what Joe Gibbs thought, and that's why we have not had we did not have a indoor facility in the past. But uh, dudes, if there's one thing that we have certainly learned this season, whatever Shanny the Elder wants, Shanny the Elder gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys for later. For good or for bad. If- for good or for bad. At least we got like a direction we're heading in instead of like sailing around in the middle of you know wherever we were with Jim Zorn. Or going straight to hell in a handbasket with Vinny Serrato. Yeah. So it's right. something. May not like him. I don't like Shanahan very much, but he's got a plan, and we're we're going to it, hell or high water. We're following it. Yep. So we'll talk to you guys later. If you have some last minute Christmas shopping, go through our Amazon link on our site. We'll get a little cut of that. Thanks again to David Lee Legal Services. Next games against oh, the Jaguars. David Lee. One o'clock. Yep. And um. We'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. And if Merry you, Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If you see a Cowboys Happy fan holidays, this week. Whatever else you might celebrate. Um, if you see a Cowboys fan. Joker! Joker! Words of a cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Oh, how they found raising a sound. Oh, here and up, telling their tale. Gaily they ring while people sing songs of good cheer. Christmas is here. They don't be knowing that is their song. Christmas is here.